and welcome to the January 28th episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. This week, we bring you news on UAE investment in Angola and Mozambique, business support measures in Cape Verde, transboundary electricity transmission in Cameroon, technological sector developments in Portugal, the upcoming presidential elections in Timor-Leste, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Diana, the floor is yours. We start this week's episode with news from Angola, whose government signed a Memorandum of Understanding with the Government of the United Arab Emirates for cooperation in the energy sector. The one billion US dollar investment from the UAE will be employed in new solar power parks in Angola's eastern region to expand electricity supply in the country, benefiting more than 15 million citizens. Following the signing of a 1 billion euro agreement with the Angolan state, Deutsche Bank AG has made available a credit line of 800 million euros to finance the private sector. The agriculture sector will also benefit from a substantial investment as the World Bank finances agricultural projects worth 400 million US dollars. The projects to be developed in 17 provinces over a five-year period are part of the Family Agriculture Development and Commercialization Project, or MOSAP 3, with the ultimate goal of reducing poverty in rural areas by empowering rural communities and encouraging commercial agriculture. Still in Angola, the Luanda-Bengu Special Economic Zone joined the World Free Trade Zone Organization, a nonprofit that acts as a global association and provides technical and administrative expertise. By joining the international organization, the Special Economic Zone will gain international visibility and benefit from numerous support services and educational tools, including access to market information and potential investors, research on the industry sector, operational and administrative support services, high-level training and education, networking services, and event organization. In Cape Verde and amidst a prolonged downturn in tourism, the engine of the country's economy, the government introduced a wide range of incentives for business activity in the 2022 state budget, aimed at attracting investment, fostering the creation of companies, and boosting the labor market. In addition to these measures, the 2022 state budget also includes a set of fiscal and administrative measures to implement the International Submarine Fiber Optic Cable Project. In order to meet the population's needs for suitable housing, the National Housing Plan anticipates an investment of 1.5 billion euros by 2030, providing proper housing to more than 40,000 Cape Verdean families. The government of the archipelago also announced that the partnership commission between Luxembourg and Cape Verde signed five new cooperation programs worth 53 million euros to be implemented by 2025. The programs cover the areas of employment and employability worth 17.5 million euros, inclusive finance worth 1.5 million, energy transition worth 12 million, climate action worth 10 million, and water and sanitation worth 12 million euros. Meanwhile, the Cameroonian government and the World Bank signed a financing agreement worth 178 billion CFA francs for the interconnection of the electricity grids of Chad and Cameroon. 
The project will not only provide power to the northern regions of Cameroon, but will also turn the country into an energy exporter by serving Chad, which faces a significant energy deficit. In collaboration with the International Renewable Energy Agency, the Cameroonian Ministry of Water and Energy recently began developing a Renewable Energy Master Plan that will serve as a guide for planning investment in the sector, increasing the share of renewable energy in the electricity mix by 2035. In Côte d'Ivoire, the government presented the advantages of the Abidjan Metro and Singrobo Awati hydroelectric scheme with an installed capacity on the Bandama River of 44 megawatts to members of the Commission for Economic and Financial Affairs. Following the explanation, the committee agreed on exemptions covering direct and indirect taxes, including VAT and customs duties over a period of five years. To increase its oil production and develop gas reserves in Gabon, oil company Pehanko plans to invest more than 450 million US dollars in 2022. The funds will also be used for the development and modernization of the Cap Lopez oil terminal, recently acquired from Total Energies. According to the CEO of Pehanko, the aim of the investment is to modernize the terminal and mutualize the activity of storage and export of crude oil in Gabon and to make the terminal terminal more profitable and increase oil production. The African Development Bank granted Mozambique 47 million US dollars for a special agro-industrial processing zone. This will help to improve productivity and agribusiness development in the Nyasa province by advancing institutional capacity, entrepreneurship and skills in order to spur agricultural value chain growth. The project is just one of the bank's many interventions in infrastructure and agricultural development in northern Mozambique. Mozambique is also looking to forge new partnerships with Dubai. The Dubai Chamber of Commerce office in Mozambique announced a trip to the Emirate in March that seeks to promote partnerships for the development of national projects in the areas of agribusiness, energy, extractive energy and tourism. The mission will be holding a business forum to promote Mozambique on the 24th of March at the Dubai Chamber of Commerce headquarters in Deira, with 100 selected participants expected to attend. As part of Tesla's plan to increase its capacity to manufacture its own batteries for electric vehicles and reduce its dependency on China for graphite, the company is teaming up with Mozambique to produce battery components. Tesla said that it will buy the material from the company's processing plant in Louisiana, USA, which sources graphite from its mine in Balama, Mozambique. In Portugal, the city of Gaia may become a new Silicon Valley, as Brazilian group GCMP Capital and Management is to invest between 700 million and 1 billion euros to develop a technology hub that intends to attract academic institutions and business giants, such as Amazon, Tesla and Apple. If it materializes, a tech center will occupy up to 250,000 square meters and will include offices, student residencies, research units, educational and health facilities, housing, a hotel and congress center, and commercial units. Saint-Main-Prince is aiming to modernize the law on free trade zones and offshore activities. Following a meeting in Parliament to discuss the matter, the Minister of Finance stated that he had presented ideas to create a modern law that is more attractive to foreign direct investment and is strict regarding the fight against the financing of terrorism, money laundering, and tax evasion. 
According to the minister, mechanisms should also be created to protect banks from the flexibility of operations as well as from illegal situations. In Senegal, Australian company Woodside Petroleum, in partnership with Senegal's national oil company, Société de Pétrole du Sénégal, is focusing on its Sangamar offshore oil project. Woodside has commissioned a prelay survey at the Deepwater Field ahead of the company's subsea installation campaign schedule. Phase one of the project, which is set to begin production in 2023, is now 48% complete. Finally, in Timor-Leste, the date of the upcoming presidential elections has been set for the 19th of March, 2022. The elections are expected to be hotly contested, with 14 candidates having announced that they'll be running, including representatives of the older political generation and a younger set of candidates. The new president will take office on the 20th of May, the 20th anniversary of the Restoration of Independence. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page, where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Diana Teodoro from our Lisbon office and Luis Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Catarina Moraes from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.